0: Hello everyone, today I find myself thinking about my support system and questioning who do we rely on, who really is part of our support system, who do we feel we can trust and who do we think understands us. So I would like to talk about this a little bit, but first let me say that I am sorry that this is not the episode I promised with Dr. Karanowski from the Sapria organization. It so happened that I had to take an an unexpected trip and I couldn't make the appointment we had set up. Also, this will be a short episode, as I am not in a space that I can really record uh, the episodes that I wanted to, but I didn't want to let another week go by. You will understand in a moment why is it that this is not that episode. I was scheduled to travel out of a state to visit one of my sisters and her husband, last Wednesday, but circumstances out of her control or mine brought me here the Friday, Friday prior. I didn't only come to see my sister and her husband, but also my nieces, and I ended up seeing a lot more members of my family here, including his family and mine, like I said. Why am I telling you this story? Because I have found that having a support system is a gift that we can give ourselves and others. I remember some time ago, I told one of my sisters that I like living in my island What did I mean by that? Well, I prefer to be alone, and I choose who I invite to my life, to my space, to my island. She replied that there was no one that could be alone, that no one is an island, and that everyone needs to be with other people. It is something that I simply uh, respect because it's what she thinks. And I agree, it's wonderful to have friends and to have people in your life. But not just anyone. You have to know who you invite into your life. So how does this relate to our sex abuse survivorship? Well, I have to say that I still love my island. That I have my boundaries clear in my mind. Even if sometimes the people around me don't understand them. I enjoy very much my time alone. And I choose when to have people around me. But I also have found, through this visit and getting together with relatives... That many people need and find huge value in having a support system around them. I am guessing that most people, in one way or another, knowingly or unknowingly, find comfort in the company of their loved ones. One of the traits of being a survivor of sex abuse is the isolation that we get into the shame, fear, and all the other feelings that the abuse has brought to us is probably what makes us feel safer in solitude. And in this way, we don't have to deal with questions, comments, or innuendos that will probably make us feel even worse. After the abuse and rape that I endured when I was a child and a teen, I learned to ignore what had happened and buried into the depths of my mind, sight, and soul. I obviously lost so much when this happened and became a young person who was likely very different than the one that I could have been. Then, I would have episodes of depression, anxiety, and I didn't—I definitely didn't know how to have and keep a good relationship with a partner. Twice in my life, before my late 20s, I visited a, th- a therapist. And just one each time. So, it was basically two dif- different therapists, and I saw them only once. And I only went because my boyfriends at the time were freaking out about me not being able to get up from my bed, didn't want to eat, didn't want to do anything. I just uh, was depressed. So they basically brought me to a therapist uh, who wanted to give me prescription drugs, and they did. Later, just a few days later, I would have an awakening and refused to give in to meds and depression. Somehow I found the strength to get up and keep on going. I attribute this to my inherited strength from my mom. But every episode later, and I mean episodes of depression and anxiety, would be more difficult than the one prior. One of the worst times was when my kids were very young, elementary school age, and I was so depressed that I couldn't take my daughter to her international dance class. You have to understand that one of the greatest joys of my job as a mom has always been taking my kids to their extracurricular activities. It was really hard not to take her to her class. I was totally heartbroken. So I knew I had to get my my stuff together, and so I did. I have normally been able to get myself going whenever I started feeling the depression symptoms. I have been able to manage my own care with the help of my therapists and doctors, And continue on with life. But again, all that prior trauma had been stuck deeply in me. And it wasn't until recently that I learned that not only therapy, but also having the right support system is the most important gift you can give to yourself. Being part of my weekly survivors group has been invaluable. Having friends who understand me, a gift. And seeing my family support each other during the last few days is a reminder that we can always benefit from the presence of others, even if it is just by showing up. I want you to know, my fellow survivors, That even during the times when you think no one is there for you and that none of the family and friends you have understand you, you can always find support, care and understanding on those of us who have similar experience to yours. You are definitely not alone. And pain and grief that you may be going through doesn't have to be A quest that you have to take on by yourself. You can find support in many people. We are here for you. There are many groups that can support you. So my recommendation right now is that you do some research and try to find places to go to uh, virtually or in person where you will find the support that you need. A little bit of research online. We'll take you to many places, even in Facebook. There is a lot of support groups for us. And with those last thoughts, I will leave you now. Until next time.